And welcome back to another episode of Rest Month ASAP. I am your host, ASAP. And boy, oh boy, man. I literally just finished watching Hell in a Cell. I had work last night from 7 to uh, 2 a.m. in the morning. So I had to get home at like 3. Got home at 3, watched that shit till like 7. I fell asleep before uh, Sasha and Charlotte happened. So I had to wake up and, and finish that off before I recorded this podcast. And man... I'm going to have some shit to talk about. But anyway, go, go check out my podcast. It's on iTunes, Wrestling With ASAP, on Google Play, Wrestling With ASAP. Every week I talk about Raw and SmackDown. I upload my episodes the day after the event. So Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and I usually drop an episode on Friday too, so check that out. I got some merch out right now too. I know that direct deposit hit Friday, last Friday. I know y'all got the monies, man. Help a homie out. Uh, currently my online's off of Madden, so I can't even play Madden. So support me, buy a couple shirts, let me get my uh PlayStation Network back. That'd be clutch as fuck. But nah, let me let me get to talking about Hell in a Cell, alright? And I'm gonna talk, I'm just gonna simply talk about the main card. Show started off. Rusev versus Roman Reigns. Nice way to open the show, I believe. Nice match. Probably the probably the right choice to open this show, to be honest with you. Rusev and Reigns, they went into this match, and I was looking for a dog fight, and that's what we got. This match was a legit, like, big dogs fighting in the cage, and I fuck with that. Inside Hell in a Cell, I didn't know, like, if they were going to move too slow, what they was going to do. But these two powerhouses have great agility as well. So, it was it was easier for them to get accustomed to the cell, too. And it was like a legit fight. I thought it was like a legit fight anyway. I mean, it just seemed brutal. Like, I was legit like, damn, okay. The, the one thing that did kind of piss me off was the kendo uh, stick shots didn't, didn't really pop off. They, they sounded weak as fuck. That's not the point, anyway. But a major point in this match is that Rusev, Rusev looked decisively strong throughout the match. My favorite part of the match is when Rusev got the chain out, started beating Roman with it, and then put him in the accolade with it. I'm not even going to lie. Right there, I thought Rusev was going to be United States champion again, to be honest with you. But you know who showed up. Super Roman. Super Roman showed up, and he won the match. He won the match with with a uh, late spear, but all in all, I thought this was a great match. Um, hell, fuck. I'm gonna make this decision right now. I'm gonna grade these matches. I'm gonna give them my grade. That's what I'm gonna do. I thought this was a B-plus match, like, all around. Like, just, it was a great little opening match. It got the crowd hot. We had Let's Go Rusev chance. Like, the crowd was just into it. Um, Super Roman, uh, showing up kind of hurt it. Maybe, maybe drops that down to a B, but you know that's gonna happen with Roman Reigns and all that shit. But we had Rusev looking strong. No, Rusev may go baby. Well, hopefully he goes tweener. I don't know. But the question is, where does Roman go? Who does he face for the United States title? Who is the next challenger? Because he's just been stuck with Rusev ever since he won the United States title. But Helen Cell's got to end that feud, right? So who who is who is Roman, Roman going to feud with? And I'm pretty sure we're going to get that on Raw tonight, hopefully. After that match, we had Bailey versus Dana. And I wasn't excited for this one at all. As soon as I see Dana do that little shit she does with her entrance, I just get aggravated. I'm just like, I don't even want to. I ain't even want to watch it. I watched it. It wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Uh, it was smart to have the uh match focus on a body part of Bailey's. It's easier for Dana to to work a match if she has a target. You know, you know, it hides some of her flaws and all that shit. All in all, y'all know this was just a a way to get Bailey on pay per view and a way for her to get a W on pay per view, right? So that's what we got. Bailey won. It was quick, clean, simple. I'll give it a C minus, a C. But it was nothing. I almost skipped through it. I wouldn't have been shocked if people went actually do something else than watch that. So they was probably watching the Eagles versus Cowboys. 
But anyway, it wasn't as bad as I thought. Uh, Dana still needs to be in NXT. Bailey needs a better challenger. And Melina, maybe. Why couldn't it just be regular Emma? I don't know. But not the point. Up next, we had new. Up next, we had the club versus Enzo and Kaz, right? And I'm going to tell y'all right now, I went to Battleground DC. I've told y'all that a little bit. Enzo Enzo was in a match. It was Enzo and Kaz and John Cena versus AJ Styles in the club. Enzo comes out, bro, on these pay-per-views with the mic, and he, he is on a fucking roll. This man could get any crowd pumped up anywhere. He panders to the fans, yes, but who doesn't? And I mean, he's just, he says shit nobody's ever said before, and he just, he's so charismatic. So, like, these, this this is why I love Enzo and Kaz. They start off with a great pre-match promo all the time. Gets me hyped for the match. Even if it's not even booked properly, a la this feud. Then I'm still with it because Enzo and Kaz get me hyped the fuck up. I don't understand why. But anyway, when the club came out after Enzo and uh, Kaz was talking shit, the club came out and I was pleased and happy to see them without mics. Because the way they've been booked, they would have came out with mics and tried to rebuttal with them. And that wouldn't have been that would have been cool. That's not what the club is. And the club came out looking serious. Club and the match looked serious. It was a great match for the club, to be honest. It was a great little like look, this is what we are. They're so much better when they're when they're beating ass and not fucking doing comedy. Why 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 book the club any different than just booking them from badasses? I mean, that's all you need them to be. That's what they are that's what they are. That's what they're good at. So, but this win is going to give them some momentum. Enzo and Cass top tier tag team, WWE, in terms of popularity. So, getting wins over them, pretty impressive. Pretty impressive in the casual fans' eyes as well. So, they got to take note that the club's here. The club is here. And I'm going to be talking about next. I'm going to be talking about the match that probably should have closed the show. I'm going to get more on that later. Now, we had Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens in a hell in a cell. And boy, 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 this one right here, this was a slobber knocker. Uh, this was such a great fucking match. I was thrilled the whole fucking time. I love Seth Rollins. I love Kevin Owens. Each of them seemed pumped up for Hell in a Cell too. When when uh, Owens came out and he was about to walk through the uh, Hell in a Cell door and he walked back and came back in, I was like, oh yeah, we about to get a classic. Owens looked like he was in that mode. That mode, he was about, he, he wanted to turn it up again. And shit, Seth Rollins did too. They was fast paced, energetic. That little sequence when they was going for their finishers and then they ended up with uh, super kicks and then clotheslines. Bruh, that shit had me marking out. My, my girlfriend was sleeping right by me. I was marking out in my mind, bruh. That shit was fire as shit. Even the little botched powerbomb they did into the table, okay? It looked like uh, Seth botched trying to pick up Owens for the powerbomb, but this is what happened. The, the refs. I mean, not the refs. The commentators did a great job saying, oh, Rollins' lower back's giving out on him. Can he lift him up? And I'm like, if it wasn't a botch and that was a plan, it worked well. But if it was a botch, that was a great cover-up because his back was taking a beating all match. That was the main focus point. And for him not to be able to pick, Kevin Owens is a big dude, so he needs his energy. So it was a nice a nice way to, if it was a botch, to play it off. I was, I was good with that. And Owens going through the tables, shit, that looked like it fucking hurt. I, I honestly thought this was one of the best PG Hell and Cell matches possible. Hands down. Uh, the table spots were great. Every spot was great. Jericho interfered. Jericho interfered. And I didn't even think the match needed that. But Jericho interference even added to the match. Made it better. And usually interferences don't do that shit. So it was just, it was hitting on all cylinders. 
hitting on all cylinders. Ended up with Kevin Owens doing a power bomb to two uh, ladders to Seth Rollins. I mean, not ladders. Chair. He had two chairs set up. And he power bombed through the chairs, and that that's how that's how it ended. So it it, it this one didn't end the feud because Jericho got involved. This one progressed the feud. So, Hell in a Cell don't necessarily have to be feud enders anymore, I guess. But back in the day, they were. But now, I guess you could say it's a, tra- I don't know, it's a monumental changing thing for a feud, I guess, if it goes inside of Hell in a Cell. Uh, I don't know when Jericho versus Owens is coming, but hopefully that's for Survivor Series, Canada. Come on. I'll be down for a triple threat. Chris Jericho versus Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins in an actual triple threat match in Toronto. So, that'd be kind of fucking lit. We're going to see where that plays out tonight on Monday Night Raw. Because I'm sure that's going to be popping. But, man, I got to fucking work again. I'm going to miss fucking Raw again. And I'm going to be I'm, I'm gonna be pissed off. I'm going to be pissed off. I hate DVR watching shit. Because I usually see something that, that tells me what happens anyway. After that, Hell in a Cell, we had TJ Perkins versus Brian Kendrick. And like I called on my podcast, we have a new champion. On my predictions podcast I dropped on Friday, I said Brian Kendrick was going to win. You know how I said he was going to win? By doing some sneaky heel type thing. Some veteran type thing. What he did. Played possums. Got TJ Perkins all off guard. And then headbutted the shit out of him. I knew that's what was going to happen. I might as well be part of the uh, a fucking booking team. Because I know that shit's going to happen. But the the match as a whole. I, I wasn't really into it like I thought I was going to be. And I'm going to speak more on why later. Just know it wasn't as much as I thought it would be. Kendrick is now the Cruiserweight Champion. Brian Kendrick. So... It puts a heel at the forefront of the division. It puts a familiar face. I think it'll be good for the division as a whole. Hopefully, we see how it plays out. And hopefully, it does, you know, good. Hopefully, they get a better story going for the Cruiserweights because they deserve better. But, Brian Kendrick is your champion for now. So, let's see where it goes. And after this, speaking of championship matches, we had Shames and Zara versus New Day. And I thought this was a very fun match. Uh, New Day, I fuck with them still. I fuck with them still. Shames and Zara look like a pretty good team to uh, at Hell in a Cell. Uh, they had one miscommunication when uh, Sheamus broke kicked Cesaro, but Cesaro made it. I, I mean, uh, Sheamus made it up throughout the match. Did shit a, a good teammate would do, you know. So I thought the match was pretty good. It ended with a DQ when uh, Kofi hit Sheamus, or yeah, hit Sheamus. So feud's gonna continue. It, New Day will break Demolition's record, so a title change is not happening until then. I hate to break it to y'all guys, but right after that happens, I'm sure a title change will come. But yeah, fun match. Few will continue. Once again, Raw tonight. We got to tune in and see what happens. Okay, on to the ranting part of the podcast. Ooh, ooh, we've got Sasha Banks versus Charlotte, and they came out. They came out to special interests. I was like, okay, okay, big match feel. Big match feel is gonna be great. Started off great. We had to see a brawl outside the cell. Thought that was good. Way to get the everything going, you know. And and then we saw Charlotte. It was kind of awkward, the little spot, but she piled on Sasha through the table. So we saw we saw a woman go through the, through the table five minutes into the to the uh, brawl. So it was a pretty good opening thing. Got the people interested, but Sasha, you know, limping around trying to get inside Hell in Cell, not knowing she could continue. I think that kind of drug on a little too long. It was overplayed out. Like they could have did that. They could have cut two minutes on that one, and you know. I had the crowd, the crowd was kind of dead, you know, the crowd was like, fuck, man, fuck, why WWE doing this shit, bruh, like, get the, get the match going, get the match going, but I knew Sasha was gonna get up, WWE would've been fucking stupid not to have her get up, 
They would have had a fucking anarchy in that bitch. And let me let me get this off my chest right now. I'm happy for the women. Uh, they broke barriers. This is the first ever women's hell on a cell. They made history. Yada yada yada. It's all cool and shit. But I feel like the match could have been leaps and bounds better. Like shit didn't go that way. They was having trouble with the table spots. They were just having trouble all around. Um, Sasha. I mean, it was a good match. They had good spots. Don't get me wrong. Like when Sasha uh climbed up the uh, hell on a cell and then did the double knees back. That was fire. They had some fire shit during this match. But I feel like towards the ending parts of it, towards the finish of it, it could have been leaps and bounds better and would have made the match so more so much better than what it was. The ending the, the closing ends of the match was really Charlotte just throwing around Sasha and then her getting her throwing her on a, like an open table or whatever. And then her doing natural selection, that was it. I was like, Really? That's how that ends? I was like, uh uh-uh. uh. No. No. No ma'am. No sir. No. Fuck no. Why Why did I just sit through this match, saw these women beat the hell out of each other for half the match, then it cooled off, but then I see them that in it like that? You in this match, you have Sasha lose the fucking belt in her hometown in the first ever women's Hell in a Cell match. WWE, what the fuck are you doing? That is not fucking cool at all. Sorry for the cursing, but this is not cool. You are supposed to have your fans go home with a feel-good moment, and what you gave the crowd was a shit. You gave them that crowd literally a shit. You might as well just have took a shit in the middle of the ring when they did the pin. Because that was just goddamn terrible. Crowd didn't want to see that. Your goal is to send the crowd home happy that they've had a good experience. For all that shit, they could have fucking had fucking uh, Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens go on last. Which I thought would have been better. I wanted the women to go last. I did. But the terrible writing of the match hurt it. You should have had Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins go last and Jericho coming out. You know, the fans would have been cool with that shit. Instead, we got little girls. I seen a picture of a little girl crying in the uh, stands because Sasha lost. And some people be like, Charlotte's a heel. She's supposed to be bald. No, 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 no. Tyler's not supposed to change hands this much, dog. Sasha's won this belt on Raw twice in the past couple months. Charlotte has won it back twice in pay-per-view. Why? Have Sasha have that lengthy-ass run? Why the fuck is she not having a lengthy-ass run with this belt? I don't understand it. WWE needs to get that shit together on that one because, bruh, we having a re- women's revolution, but the Raw women's storylines are shit. SmackDown's women's division is better, to be honest with you. Their writing is better. Their fuse makes sense. And this shit right here, I don't know what the fuck we're getting. I don't know what we're getting on Raw. Could have been way better. Uh, I, I forgot I was grading matches because I just got so heated and I got terrible memory because I smoke a lot. That's not the point. I need some after talking about Sasha versus Charlotte, though. The ended frustrated me. I expected so much more. I, what I wanted to speak about was not for long, but I'm gonna speak. I'm gonna touch on it real quick. When you have three Hell in a Cell matches, everything else in between feels like filler. Just like oh, this match is to hold us over to the next Hell in a Cell. You know what I'm saying? Because if it's a triple main event, then everything in between's you know the match before it or whatever, and it's just trying to build up to that match. Like it, I don't know. It it flows terrible. The Hell in a Cell pay per view uh concept is a disaster. Get rid of it. Bring back bad blood or something. Do something else. Hell in a Cell pay-per-view ain't, ain't where it's at. Overall, it was a pretty alright event. A pretty alright. Uh, Rollins versus Owens. Match of the night, obviously. Worst match of the night. Dana versus Baylor, probably. Um, Worst moment of the night was Sasha getting pitted. One, two, three. That shit. Boy, let me not get started on it again. But, yep. Tonight, we gotta tune in to Raw. See what the fuck happens. Wouldn't be shocked if Sasha wins the title back tonight. Because... Why the fuck wouldn't she? 
But anyway, man, I'm going to catch y'all tomorrow when I review Raw after tonight. Uh, go subscribe to me on iTunes. Go subscribe to me on Google Play. WrestlingASAP.BigCartel.com. Go buy some fucking merch from your homie, boy. But anyway, man, this has been another episode of Wrestling with ASAP. I am your host, ASAP. I'm going to fuck with y'all tomorrow. Holla. Yeah.